Hi everyone. This is Amit Ray once again with Money Talk, the show for new beginning and inexperienced investors where we learn together how to make, save and grow our money for a comfortable financial future. In our last episode, we discussed um you know the what let's call it the difference of opinion between my wife and me on how much we need to save for financial freedom and for our retirement. And that conversation is what got me thinking about needs and wants and how to set aside money for each of these uh, goals. We discussed how to determine your different needs and wants and in particular how to estimate how much money to set aside for each of them. Well, today we are going to discuss how to make those goals into a reality or rather how to actually set up the process by which you're going to be able to meet those goals the amount of money that you need at the time that you need it so strap in guys this is going to be a long uh, a little bit of a complicated discussion but don't worry uh, in my show notes i actually have links to a financial calculator that's going to help or make all of this a lot easier so for now just sit back listen and enjoy the discussion As a first step, you actually need to estimate your current savings and the total of all the assets that you have in the world. So for example, you could take your private jet, your fine art collection, the value of that mansion that you have in the Hamptons, your stock portfolio, <laughs> or maybe you could take a hard look at your current and savings accounts, the equity on a home that you might own. your kids college fund the dollar bills in the cookie jar and uh, what the heck maybe the 50 bucks your friend owes you from last weekend and add it all up to figure out how much you currently have this is what venture capitalists may call your seed fund and this is what we are going to use as our starting point for achieving our future goals the next thing that we are going to do is to set up your funding plans for each goal this is going to be a combination of some amount of money that you allocate from your seed fund which we've just calculated and a portion of your future savings that we are going to uh, get to in just a moment we are also going to approach each goal independently as if each goal exists completely in isolation and this has three benefits number 1 a failure in one area does not bring down your entire financial plan so that if something goes wrong with one goal you will still make it for all of your other goals the second thing is using this independent approach you can actually take a, a very differentiated treatment for every goal which means you can target specific investments for each goal rather than taking a one size fits all bet on your entire future and the third benefit is that you can actually pick a few goals uh, which are uh, let's call them moonshots so they are uh, maybe uh, something that is not obviously uh, attainable but you want to take a bet on it and so therefore you can allocate uh, independent funding for 
those goals that are absolutely critical and mandatory which are the needs that we talked about in the last episode but you can also allocate a little bit of money towards these moonshot goals or desires or wants um, and try to see if you can actually make those happen as well okay so i hope that makes sense so gather the family round roll up your sleeves and let's get going this is where you get to be your own hedge fund manager uh, picture yourself as ray dalio or warren buffett or maybe peter lynch or any of the investing greats why because this is your fund your money your future goals and you're going to put together a robust and fairly reliable plan which is going to allow you to achieve the financial future that you've dreamt of okay so to begin for each goal look at the total savings that you added up earlier and allocate one share of your current savings to each of your goals for the first pass maybe you can allocate more to the shorter term goals which means the goals that are coming up in the next few months or years and a less of an amount to the longer term goals which are the ones that are going to come in the more distant future and that's important because you want your shorter term goals to have a larger share of what you have saved so far in order to get a higher chance of success at achieving those goals the ones that are further out in the future you have time to save and invest towards making them happen so you don't need to allocate a very large chunk of what you already have and that is very important to ensure that you can relatively guarantee Uh, the achievement of your nearer term goals the next thing you are going to do is for those savings that you've allocated to each of your goals you need to figure out an appropriate investment into which to put those savings that you've allocated so for example let's say you've set aside $1000 for goal number 1 you need to now figure out what are you going to put those $1000 into You might know that different investments have different risk reward profiles. In general the safer or lower risk the investment the lower the volatility which means the less the amount the pr- of price fluctuation on a day to day basis. But also that's why there are lower returns. So if you pick a safer investment you can expect that the price won't uh, go up and down every day. but you will also not make substantial returns from that investment on the other hand the so called higher risk investments are more volatile which means their prices could change on a day to day basis whether for better or for worse but over over time they could actually give you a much higher rate of return and therefore a higher payday as an example your savings account is pretty low risk because the chances of your bank going completely bust and taking your money with it are relatively low however as a result you earn a very low rate of interest on that money maybe not even enough to beat inflation on the other hand most of us are familiar with the stock market and we do know that it presents quite a wild ride with prices that could swing up and down by several percent points uh, in a day 
and actually create the risk of potential losses possibly even substantial losses but also the possibility of substantial gains in a very short time that's why you know over the long run unless you've really got in at a very bad time into the stock market stocks in general tend to give you higher returns than savings accounts as a compensation for the higher risk that you're taking in the stock market so in short your savings account would be an example of a low risk low return investment whereas stocks or mutual funds would be examples of higher risk higher return investments and what you need to do is figure out for let's say goal 1 where you have set aside a thousand dollars what you're going to put your thousand dollars into will it be into a savings account because you want uh, relatively guaranteed returns or is it going to be in a corporate bond where the returns may be higher but the risk is higher or in the stock market where the returns may be even higher but the risk is definitely substantial and so on well but you're going to ask me amit if i knew what kind of investments to put my money into uh, i wouldn't be sitting here listening to this podcast and that's a fair point uh, the main point is in order to maximize your chances of achieving your goals you need to pick higher risk or more accurately higher volatility investments for longer term goals and safer ones for short term ones this is for the same reason that we took larger amounts for short term goals and smaller amounts for long term goals it's because for short term goals you don't want the risk of losing money and potentially missing your goal and that's why you allocate a larger sum up front and put it into a lower risk investment so you're pretty sure you're going to achieve your short term goal whereas for long term goals because time is on your side you can put smaller amounts of money and put put it into riskier investments in the hope of generating higher returns and therefore achieving the longer term goals using the time that you have on your side okay so you need to do this for each and every one of the goals that you listed in your goal planner uh, which uh, we linked in the last episode if you happen to be doing this in parallel with listening to this episode i recommend you pause the episode for now finish listing down all your goals and allocating a share of your savings to each of them as well as uh, an investment that you want to put that money into and then maybe come back to the episode once you're done with that don't worry i'll wait i have nowhere else to go now it's highly unlikely that you'll achieve your goals just by putting your current savings into a few well selected investments if that were the case then you're actually pretty close to achieving your goals already so congratulations more power to you however for most of the rest of us we are far probably very far from achieving our goals but luckily we continue to earn and save every month so we need to set aside a share of that projected saving towards each of our goals as well in this case again i recommend putting larger shares of your future savings towards your short term goals and smaller amounts towards those that are further out in time again for the same reason which is we want to maximize the probability of achieving our near term goals while 
using the extra time we have for longer term goals to try and make it up with uh, higher uh, return investments over time. Once again, I recommend you pause the episode and do this exercise and I'm happy to wait uh, as before. See you in a bit. Okay, so now you've done actually a big part of the work already. You've taken your seed fund and allocated it between your various goals. You've also taken your projected future savings and allocated those between your goals as well. Plus, you've picked an appropriate investment for each goal, which is going to maximize your chances of achieving it in the time frame that you're looking at. That's fantastic. At this point, you're already well ahead of most of your peers in terms of financial planning. So really, really good job. And thanks a lot for sticking with me so far. But we are not done yet. There's actually a fair amount of work left to do in order to make sure that our goals are actually achievable and to make sure that our plan allows us the best possible chance of achieving them. Now, once you've completed your first pass of allocating your seed fund, your future savings, picking the investments, you'll most likely realize that the numbers don't work. You aren't anywhere close to meeting all of your goal numbers for sure and possibly not even close to meeting any of your goal numbers. This means you need to iterate your numbers to be able to get as close as possible towards goal attainment on your needs as well as your wants. And when you have that, mission accomplished. Or maybe no. Chances are, given the constraints of your seed fund, your savings ability, and your goal timeframes, you aren't even close to making the math work. At least when I did this the first time, regardless of how many different ways I looked at it, I actually couldn't make the numbers work at all. Most likely, your goal sheet shows one or two goals being met and everything else being underfunded. And some may be being underfunded by a lot, which means you're literally never going to be able to make those goals work. Or maybe everything is short of funding. Like nothing at all is going to work out the way that you thought it would. And that's the unfortunate reality. Most of us simply don't have or earn enough to be able to make all our dreams come true without some sort of drastic changes to our dreams, our earnings, or our lifestyle. And often not even then. But all is not lost. There are some things that you can do to make this work out a little bit more in your favor. So what can you do to make this look a little bit better? Well, at this stage, you're likely going to have to rethink your goals. We need to make some hard calls to try and come closer to meeting what is most important to us versus just looking at a laundry list of all the possibilities in life and trying to make all of them happen. First, extend timelines wherever possible. Many goals have flexible timelines. So perhaps you could push out, you know, having full home ownership by a few more years. Or maybe you can move out your date of retirement or financial freedom by a few more years. 
these changes in timeline will give you a little bit more time for your investments to work for you and actually get you to the numbers that you are looking for. Another thing you could do is to downsize your goals. It's normal to want the most that's available and it's quite likely you've set up the Cadillac of goals. But maybe it's time to consider a Toyota instead. Maybe your child can do without Harvard and instead go to a great second level school. Or perhaps she could get a scholarship to make up the difference. Maybe a mansion is not in your future, but a three-bed apartment may be good enough for when you're retired. Or perhaps you just have to live further out in the suburbs and not in the thick of downtown action. Be realistic. Pare down your goals. Prioritize what you most want in life. And you'll find you're shaving off tens and hundreds of thousands in costs and coming that much closer to making them achievable. A third thing you could do is just to eliminate your more esoteric goals. Dreams are fun, but unfortunately, reality needs to take priority. After you've cut down your need goals to more realistic size, like we just discussed, if you're still mathematically short of meeting all your goals, some of your wants will just have to give way to more important things. Once you've cut your goals down to the bare minimum, if you find you're still short of being able to fund them, it's clear that you're simply not saving enough. Can you put aside a bit more every month perhaps in order to plug the gap? If not, I'm afraid you really aren't earning enough to secure even the minimum retirement plan that we've put together by now. But at least now you know and you can still make choices rather than discovering this years later when you're really out of options. It's time for you to urgently look for a better paying job. Don't wait till tomorrow or next week or things like that because all that means is that the urgency will disappear and you'll just be back here years from now as far uh, from your goals as uh, you are today and not having the options available to you to be able to bridge the gap to your goals. Start your job hunt now and set a target of finding something better paying in the next three, at most in the next six months. Now, I wouldn't be true to you if I didn't tell you that there is one more way for you to be able to close the gap between what you can afford and the goals that you have laid out so far. And that is to be more aggressive with your investments than what we had planned as part of our planning process. Now, the reason I hesitate to say this is because it is totally not recommended. It's a last resort. And what this means is, where you might have been planning to invest in maybe a medium risk balanced fund that mixes stocks and bonds for a medium term goal, you might now choose to invest in higher risk funds that are maybe 100% focused on stocks in order to create the potential for higher returns. Now, why I don't recommend this change in approach 
is because so far the entire strategy that we've described is designed to take the minimum amount of risk needed to achieve our goals taking on an unacceptably high risk in the hope of making an outsized return is closer to gambling than it is to a proper financial plan you're better off honestly to be reliably achieving a modest goal rather than setting your sights too high and swinging and missing not only might you not achieve your stretch target you might actually end up worse off because of the higher volatility of the investments that you made which means that you take on a higher risk of making losses along the way you can think of it this way maybe you need to get to a friend's place for dinner and if you had left on time um then you know you could drive at the speed limit and you'd still get there well in time for the party but now you're late and so one way is that you could continue to drive uh, within the speed limit and get there late or you could choose to just floor the accelerator go above the speed limit and get there on time but in the process you'd be taking on the risk of having a severe accident or possibly being pulled over by the cops and spending perhaps a night in jail and is that really worth it so the equivalent out here is this you could speed faster by taking on higher risk investments but it may not be the best possible thing to do you might be better off delaying your goals and getting there late but reliably or you might be better off downsizing your goals or eliminating them in order to be able to make them work All right so that was the end of our segment for today um and I really understand it's been a very heavy discussion and possibly a very sobering one and I really apologize for that but the reality of life is that you can't always get what you want but you can definitely get most of what you might uh, want or at least need out of life and that is what the previous episode and this one were about which was about setting goals and then finding a reliable path to achieving them and i really hope this conversation has been of help and to be honest i understand that uh, the calculations may be a little difficult and uh, frankly it took me a very very long time as well to work all of this out and in the process i ended up building a goal planner that could actually help me with my own goals and with all the iterations and changes that i had to make and i still keep having to make as my prospects and my desires and my uh, nature of my life changes to make things a bit easier for you i've shared a copy of my planner online all you have to do is visit the show notes for this episode on my website crazytalk.online c r a z y t o k dot online in the show notes you'll find a link that takes you to a page where all you have to enter is your email address and you'll get a copy of my financial planner as a link sent to your email trust me it will save you hours of building your own sheet and i think you'll find it useful and you're more than welcome to make a copy of the sheet yourself and add any calculations or customizations you might like 
that might make it more useful to you and hey i'd be more than happy to hear about the customizations you've made so please visit me at crazytalk.online visit the episode page enter your email address and you'll get the planner for free i really hope this is useful thanks very very much for listening to this episode this was amit ray with money talk see you next time